Well then, welcome everybody once again to Stop Me If I've Heard This, the show for old people uh, and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly starts with old people and works backwards from there. And hey, we're not saying this guy's old, but we have a great guest with us today. We and, do. Um, we're excited because he's one of the funnier people we actually know, and, and we're with comedians. Right. Uh, and he's a good friend as well. Uh, please welcome to the show once again, Milt Abel, the wonderful Milt Abel. There he is. <laughs> you know, I was waiting for my cue. I it's know. He's like, Milt he's passing, he's bent over going, come on. Yeah, yeah. Please. Come on. <laughs> I've known Milt since uh, <laughs> we first met. By the way, a belated happy birthday to you, Art, who is oh, well, uh, one week younger than me. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, right. happy birthday to you too, Mister January first. Right, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. I think I I think I sent you a note, but you're a, you're a New Year's baby. Yeah, but I was born around dinner time, so there was no drama. Um, oh. Yeah, I was born in, in Washington D.C. And it turns out that one of the Eisenhower grandkids was born the same day oh. uh, while he was president. So yeah. oh, there was 20 doctors with one baby and uh, 40 mo expected mothers with just two doctors because one was the son of a president and I wasn't even your mom was even shooting, a house representative. <laughs> your mom was shooting you out by yourself. By yourself yeah, pretty much. I'm doing this by myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, uh, Art turned 60. Yeah, something. That's, 66. Yeah, that's are you 66 right. also? Yeah, yes. We're, we're wow. You guys are like 66. twinners. Almost. Yeah. I'm the one on the right. I'm the old broad, so. <laughs> you look great. You will defer to me. You will defer Excuse to me? me, young man. You will defer to me, young men. I will. <laughs> She's older and wiser. <laughs> so. Well, it's so good to see you. We haven't seen you for so long. Nobody, we haven't seen anybody for so long. No. So it's really nice to see you. Milk uh, has been on our show a couple times. Uh, uh, just once. once. I don't know. Once, we did, but I was we there did, twice we, as long. No, we once. did you. I thought we did an interview with you, and then we brought you back for a nope. joke off. Nope. No, no. That, that was, we did it. It oh. was Milt, I think Susan Jones, and someone oh, that's else, right. right? We talked about jokes. Yeah, joke. Yeah, funny jokes that yeah, street jokes that because neither are, I can never remember street jokes to save my life. Well, but I, you had some. You had a really good one that you read that we heard back on. People were like, "I love that joke." Huh. It's the oh, I can't remember. Is it about the guy that uh, changes his career? Can't decide what to do with a million dollars. No, but tell that joke while you're here. Oh, it's a great joke. Okay, yeah. I, tell, I tell it my act now, so I like it so much. Oh well. Oh well, this leads into it. Tell, can you tell the joke for us? Sure. Okay. okay. Uh, a, a guy comes to a pivotal point in his career. He can't decide whether to reinvest in his business or to cash out. And he's thinking long and hard about this, taking long introspective walks. And all of a sudden, he hears a voice, very deep, very authoritative, a voice he's never heard before. And the voice says, cash out. So he sells his business, sells all his debts, has a cashier's check for a million dollars in his hands. says, well, I can do whatever I want with this million dollars. Maybe open a fly fishing shack in Montana, take a trip around the world. He's thinking long and hard about this, contemplating, all of a sudden he hears that voice again, and the voice says, Vegas. So he flies to Vegas, gets off the plane, looks up this trip, says, well, maybe I'll go see a show, go out to nice to Blackjack, the voice says. <laughs> you heard this joke before? Stop me if you've heard this. It's <laughs> a great joke. Um, so, so he goes to the nearest blackjack table, sits down. He goes, yeah, let me behind all of it, the voice says. So he gets permission from the pit boss for a million-dollar blackjack in. Just him and the dealer. Cards are dealt. Dealer's showing a four. He has 18. This is great. And the dealer says, would you like a hit? The voice says, take a card. And without even thinking about it, he gestures for another card because the voice is so authoritative. The dealer throws down a card. It's an ace. He's at 19. Oh, oh that was close. Yes, it was, sir. You didn't want another card. Take another card. No. <laughs> now, this time, well, he just goes, you know, for some reason, I feel like I, I should take another card. I, let me have another. Sir, you got 19. No. I'm saying, okay. Throws down another card. It's a second ace. He's at 20. He steps away from the table. Oh, my God, that was close. And the voice says, take another card. 
And now it's not a whimsical thing. Now he's compelled to follow the voice all the way. And he says, you know what, dealer? I want one more card. Sir, you got 20. Come on. He goes, no, look, camera can get the recording me signaling for the card. This is okay. It's your money. Soon to be ours. Throws down a third card. It's a third ace. He hits 21. The voice goes, I'm fucking believable. Because I never I remember tried to tell that joke to my basketball buddies. And just oh, I love that joke. Have you heard that joke before? Yeah, I've heard you tell that joke before. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> See, after you got into it, but I didn't remember how it ended, oh, so I wanted to hear it. No, no, no. Well, you know what? I think maybe in uh, Rolling Hills, maybe, maybe I told yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. maybe that was it. That's but right. I, you know, I, I, I would get Rolling Hills above you guys. Correct. Yes. That's correct. Two different times, yeah. That's the way you it wrote. was. Um, I I am the worst comic in the world because I can hear the same joke three or four times and uh -huh. still laugh because I just don't remember them. Interesting. I'm terrible and about it. I'll be courteous. I'll just go. Uh huh. Oh, that's a good one. You know. But I. Uh, you're, most very, of I heard. you're very polite. Yeah. Unless you know, it's a if it's a racist joke. Yeah. It, yeah. They get you know. Two stanzas in, and something is real obvious. It's like. <laughs> The hand, comes up. <laughs> the hand comes up. No, nope. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get out right here. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're so glad to see you. And, oh, good. Uh, well, it's good to be, uh, good to be know, seen. I miss having coffee with you, but it's been such a crazy, crazy time. Well, you've been so sweet about suggesting. I would like, well, you know what? You guys should come over here to my new place. I would love okay. to have Waiting you both for an invitation. Where, where, what, well, yes, we'd love to see your new house. What town are you living in now? What art? What town? Wilsonville. And Wilsonville, that's not bad. That's pretty close. Well, you know, my son lives in Salem, and my daughter lives on the east side of Portland. So this is kind of in the middle. Yeah, it is. Good, good compromise. So. Yeah, you, and yeah, coming for you coming over to my house that time was just like, that was a long way for you to come. That was almost a road trip. Well, yeah, well, not, not a Chris Larson trip, but um, yeah, it was almost a road trip, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm 99% retired these days, so it's, I've got the time. Yeah. Well, I'm, um, I know. And I'm, you know, it's. But not 100% time. No, 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 no. Just a little bit. There's my fingers on the bottom of the screen. I'm just holding on. Somebody wrote you did a post a about. Just a um, Hold on. I want to ask him about this. You, okay. This is why I said not 100% time. You did a gig for our friend Chris Larson. Yes. And, and a couple Two. of gigs. Yeah, and tell us tell us about that. How how was that? Where'd you well, go? You know, did, I, did you see that Facebook post? It was very. It was a true story. It was cute. Um, uh, no, I, well, I, I, I was going to do my first gig in twenty months, and I mean first live performance in right. twenty months, uh -huh. and I was just uh, on edge about the whole thing. But I was looking through old books and getting all keyed up about visualizing. And, uh, you know, what I was going to do and all that. Right. And all of a sudden, I was living at another level. You know, I was more aware, more, everything was happening more just because wow. this was going to be happening. And um, I, uh, I was leading my daughter lives with me. She's moving to New Orleans in two weeks. Maybe we'll talk oh, about that. Although that's yeah. not even really comedy. But uh, she was leaving and I, I, I was getting in the car. I was all keyed up about this. And, uh, I share with her an article or something I'd read recently about, uh, I think his last name was Jordan uh, or Johnson, the drummer uh, who replaced Charlie Watts for the Rolling Stones. You know, he joined mid-tour. He joined mid-tour and he made the comment that joining the Stones mid-tour is like being strapped to a rocket ship. Because imagine all the consequences, the details, the, the flurry, all of a sudden you're in it and you're, it's going. And I said to my daughter, as I was getting in the car, I said, you know, I, I told her this story about, he said it was like being strapped to a rocket ship. And she knew I was all keyed up about the show. And she said very uh, perceptively, do you feel like you're being strapped to a rocket ship tonight? And mm -hmm. I said, a much smaller one, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, strapped to it's, a it's daunting. And it, uh, it is really, I, I say this now because it, it's still true and I've been working since May, but 
it's uh, these kids are bouncing back much faster than we are, and we've been doing it longer. Yeah, but, but you know for, what? Though? But you forget setups, you forget punchlines, you forget. They, uh, let's they're willing to take more risks than we are, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they Quite are. a few they, of them have true. gotten COVID along the way. Let's be honest about that. And that's not something any of us three are going to go, well, what the hell? If I get it, I get it. You know, that's just not in the cards for us. Did what you, you what, try? I'm not, could you clarify that, Art? I'm not sure what you set up there. Some of the comedians, a number of the Portland comedians have contracted COVID because oh. they're they're like, ah, I'll just go do the shows and not worry about it. And they're going to open mics. They're hanging out together. They're they're having drinks after the show. They're they're so throwing caution to the wind. And hey, guess what? A bunch of them have COVID. And thankfully, nobody's been seriously ill. I'm really glad about that. Right. Yeah. Be, be clear, but um, we don't have that luxury, you know, of just going out. Ah, if I get it, I get it. So no, I my daughter. I'm living with somebody who tested positive last week or eight days ago. We stay in different rooms, and she wears oh. a mask all the time. And I I got tested just three or four days ago. It was negative. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. I, but, well, I think that's part of it. But part of it, too, is just not performing. Uh, now, you started working. I see from your Facebook post, Susan, you're working pretty regularly or, you know, it's it's been hit or miss. Time. December, not so much. Yeah. November was busy. October was OK. Yeah. Um, it's it's been um, and I have turned gigs down because well, of, of the safe of safety. Oh, really? You know, yeah, I have. I, I, in fact, I just canceled one in uh, February because th the booker who was nice enough to call me and say, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a three run. It's a three night run. Uh, two nights are in my room. One night is in another room. Uh, they are in the highest area of, of COVID in the state of Oregon. They do not mask and it's a small room and you're there oh, on top wow, of you. Yeah, and I said, yeah. I'm going to pass. I will mm -hmm. come back. Yeah, right. Cause she, she says, I really want you here. And I said, that's so very nice of you, but you understand I'm mm -mm. now yeah. I'm going to have to say no, because I want to keep working. I need to keep working and to put myself at risk for one gig. And then that means I can't, we, Art and I can't do our podcast together uh, in person either because... Well, you're not doing it today. No, no well, because now, I've yeah. been working in clubs Oh. and I won't risk him. So we, we Zoom him. And until that kind of slows down and it's a safer situation, mm -hmm. then... You know, we'll go. We'll do yeah, it. Yeah, this Omicron is just as furious as anything. I mean, although yeah. my daughter, you know, just had a bad cold, um, yeah. uh -huh. I don't know anybody that's been really debilitated recently. Right. Well, I'm sure she's vaxxed. But yeah, she is. Yeah, and yeah. you know, yes, we're all vaxxed, but we're um, not. Oh, we're older. And yeah. No, I'm 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 compromised, so I gotta I gotta be extra careful. And art 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 is compromised too, so yeah, it's yeah. you know lungs. it's a mental comp. He's yeah. mentally compromised. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that that Omicron really attacks the people that are getting getting the senile? Isn't that what happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Or can't you, you just said that a minute ago, Art? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway. But it, it is, uh, did you, okay, I want to ask you a question about when you were getting your first, because this happened to Art and I both. Mm -hmm. When we first started, when we went back to work for the first time, mm -hmm. uh, we felt like our act was irrelevant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it's part of what, <clears throat> what's happening to the three of us. I mean, we're all uh, septagenarians or se sextatarians. I like the sex. Let's do okay, that. Okay, the sex deterrents. We're all horny. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a young man's game. I mean, well, here, let's do something fun, and then I want to talk about this. I want to share this picture. This is one of my favorite oh, stills. Yeah. Okay. Oh, ask, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about one that. One of my favorite Wonderful. stills of all of cinema. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, yes, I, I hope that's not a desktop computer. It is. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, oh, that's who is oh that? That's Laurel and Hardy. Marks Brothers. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, oh it is Laurel and Hardy. Oh my God, oh, and he's in his underwear. They're out. both in their underwear. Everyone else is, and there's a cop in the middle, and he's pointing at who did this? And there they are trying to look like they had nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's a great, great. photo. Isn't that a great photo? <laughs> it's a great photo. <laughs> 
that's a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And it actually that that still is actually produced. It never happened in the short, at least when I saw the short. Oh. But it's one of my favorite moments in uh, slapstick. That's so, beautiful. So anyway, well, here's the thing, uh, Susan and Art. Uh, you know, I can we can we do this forever? Well, I was just talking to Dan St. Paul about this. And, I love, you know, I told oh, I him. I love Dan St. Paul. He's, yeah. he's a mensch. And I'm, I'm not Jewish, but I feel compelled to call him that. <laughs> um, he, uh, we were talking about it. He doesn't want to. I mean, you know, these clubs and nightclubs and stuff, it's for a younger generation. I mean, we can still push some buttons and make it happen. But, I mean, Dan uh, has, he's lucky enough. He's worked hard and put himself in position of doing retirement communities and cruise ships and things like that. Now retirement communities, I would have a ball. I mean, we're all that age, you know, mm -hmm. so, I won't go, I won't go to Florida though. Oh, you won't. Mm -mm. Why humidity? Cause it's Florida. Cause it's Florida. Well, Florida's yeah. It's, it's the South with money is the way I describe it. It's insane. I won't so, do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, there's Arizona. Look, look what happened to Saget. <laughs> Oh, right. Jesus. Um, did you ever work with Bob? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Nice guy. Great guy. Anyway, yes, but doing retirement villages, there's a lot of them down in, in uh, Palm Springs, and uh, there's uh, they're starting to put these in. And because also you would because kill. You would kill. We so are getting. We we are. I'm just I afraid mean, if I showed up at a retirement village, they'll go. I'm sorry, tours are on Thursdays. <laughs> and they're yeah between bring two a, and bring four. Bring a stool with you. <laughs> yeah, I will bring my stool. Yeah, you know it's and boomers are. Re, I mean, boomer. We're getting older. I mean, the boomers are getting older, and yes, there is a market for us. Um, I worked a club this weekend. Yeah, and it was club. the weirdest thing. It's a beautiful little club. It's new. And I have to say, I felt it. I felt that there was a, the Friday night was a young crowd and there wasn't sure. a big crowd because of Omicron, but it, you know, there was some kids there. There were people there. Did you work jokers? No, I worked a new club in, in Seattle mm. called excuse me, Comedy Club Seattle. And it was built by a comedian who's also a contractor. And it's beautiful. It's a little, it seats 80 people. Uh, it's shallow and there's not a bad seat in the house. And he's, he's done this beautiful job, state of the art um, lighting and sound and he he re, he has a he has a camera right on and he records your set and you can buy your set. From, I mean, it's just he did it really well. Oh, nice. And he's he's you know, he needs a little signage on the front. He needs a neon on the front of the building. But other than that, it's up on Capitol Hill. And it's just it's yeah, just but see, you, you know, you're in you're in shape. You've been working, working, you know. I have, Yeah. So when I did my time I, you know i was very fortunate i thought i was going to be the headliner and i ended up being the feature act for kermit uh chris wow Lawson what a show had me and kermit holy cow yeah i know uh well it made things easier for me so all of a sudden doing 45 i just had to do 30 That's uh, nice, as a middle act and i i needed to focus to get that done because i hadn't worked in 20 months right oh, exactly yeah and um and, and then and then a week later uh they had a i was the headliner and a really good strong i think he kind of books two headliners and then the opening act uh this guy was from louisiana does a bit about eating a burrito so fast he eats the tines off a fork just a good old country boy, a really nice guy. I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, I can't remember. I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, really likable. Yeah. He did re really well. I remember him because as I watched him do that joke about eating the tines off a fork, he goes, I ate those little plastic thingies, and, and I was in the back of the room going, they're called tines. I'll tell them after the show. And he goes, during the, and they ate one of those plastic, I know there's a word for them, and don't come up to me afterwards and tell me what that word is. And then I go, I remember this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's, I have my questions for you guys. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to, we're going to play that game in a minute. We want to just catch up with you too. Okay. So, well, so, go ahead. No, no, I, I'm just, I'm just curious. Um, did you do, have you done a 45 minute set yet? No, I think I did 
close to 40, maybe a little over 40. And, you know, they used to be, it was nothing. I would get up and wipe my napkin off my face from eating dinner and go do a 45 minute set like that, you know, I know. For 30 years. And um, it's I'm, just, yeah. I'm actually asking yeah. people from the stage going, what time is it? <laughs> oh, no. Really? Because I don't have that. Art said that too. We don't have that concept of, yeah. You know, it's not there, yeah, your like, mind. Does it feel like this has been enough of a show to you guys? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just kind of be be frank about it. Yeah, you know, it's your call. It, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, and I've I've tried to rewrite my my set is pretty different now. Yeah, which well, is, I'm, I and I'm most... working it and working it and trying to get a new. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do a lot of stuff about being a dad and my kids being, you know, five or eight or whatever. And they're, they're 25 and 28, you know, so you don't, you don't feel it rings true or you can't be as yeah, right. sincere yeah. in your delivery. Well, you Susan know, you finally got her, her huh? parents out of the car. I'm sorry, you break up with us. Art. So I said you, you finally got your parents out of the car. That oh, me, yeah. The, the folks are out of the car now and they're, <laughs> you know, actually have, have died. I finally <laughs> had to, I had to kill them off. <laughs> and um, uh, and I actually and I, and the jokes I walked work in just as well. But here's how this is this is what a whore I am. <laughs> I wanted to sell bags, and my spiel is I tell the story about my ma. You know, my friends, my comedy friends, mentioned the fact that they sell stuff at this, and my mother gives me a lecture about, do you think we're going to live forever? Do you think you're going to have you know money when we die? You know. You better sell something because, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's this goofy little thing mm -hmm. to try to. And I, and I realized I've just told him that my mom and dad have died. And I went, oh, well, how am I going to sell my bags? I got it. <laughs> I got it. This is going to work for you. Just say, and my mother's dying wish. Yes, I know. Exactly. I'm going to have to buy my bags. Because I only sold two bags. <laughs> <laughs> if you put it like that, that was her last request was that you buy my bags. <laughs> yeah, really pulling, the, really pulling the heartstrings there. <laughs> I know. I'm such a whore. I am. I am. I'm hey, just well, this. Work. I'm a whore, really. Well, just I thought you were going to tell that other story about. Oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. No, anyway, the, you know, the. Um, the fact that uh, we do have things to talk about because we've been affected by the pandemic mm -hmm. uh, in different ways than other people have. I mean, we, you know, the fear yeah. factor. I love the fact that um, Colbert said the other day on a show that he was doing a news report about the asteroid that came that, you know, that how they there was this big science alert and how, you know, this is coming very, very close to, to the United, blah, 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 to the worth. And, you know, it's as big as two empire state buildings and it's, it's going to do a huge damage if it yeah, hits right. and balls yeah. up. And it turns out it was a million point two miles away right, and yeah. was never going to hit the earth. And Colbert close. went off on him and say, you know, it's not, you know, our fear factor dance card is full. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, we've had enough. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's true. We've had enough. So it's uh, well, I, I, I'd like to think that we're turning a corner. Who thought two years ago? I remember thinking, oh, it'll be over by summer. And it's now two years. Yeah, right. Yeah. And some change. It's going to be some my, change because when I don't think we're going to actually. My, my basketball buddy goes, oh, Cinco de Mayo, we'll be having shots together. I'm like, well, that's optimistic. This year? No. No. From oh, the 20, very beginning. 20, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thought. It's yeah. just everybody was hoping for that. But yeah, come on. It's, uh, so, so the big thing about, you know, being this age and getting back into it after COVID, you know, I just didn't have fun. I used to have fun doing stand-up. And these two yeah. shows were, I mean, I was successful. I wasn't a, yeah. I wasn't a divot in the show. I got my laugh. It would never be a divot in the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, Even on your bad days. Yeah, well, that was a bad. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I just didn't have fun. And so I'm not looking forward to, I mean, I got a couple weekends with, with um, Pat, you know, coming up in May and, and June. And yeah, I mean, and I heard a last, last minute call that they needed somebody in Lincoln city this past weekend. Did you hear about that? Uh, Tyler Horn or Tyler Horn. Listen to me, Tyler. Horn. Oh my Bo. God. That's a name from the past that yeah. I never want to remember again. Tyler, uh, Bo. Tyler Bo did it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ty Bo did it. Yeah. Um, he posted I didn't even call. I didn't even call. I didn't want to go. Yeah. Uh, Pat won't call me for a while now because I canceled on her Medford gig. 
it's, it's the truth. I didn't That's a good reason. Talk That's about anti-vax country. It's well, anti-vax country. No masks. It's a tiny room, low ceilings. I know it. Oh, That's I, what I'm doing. Gonna, I'm doing it in May. Good the last, no, the last they, comment that came out of May, there, yeah, the headliner yeah. got COVID. What, who did? Uh, the last, like uh, two weeks ago, the headliner got COVID. There you go. <sighs> Was I wrong? Yeah, I mean, no. Hopefully because by May, and that's no. Why, did you cancel because of your worry about getting COVID? Absolutely, and I told her it that, was, and she goes, "Well, you have to do what you have to do for you." And I go, "No, for my family. That's who I'm doing this for. They need a dad. My dad, son needs a father. My wife needs a husband." And, yeah. uh, you know, I just, I can't take that chance. Hopefully, uh, they'll be coming. It feels like May probably is going to be safe because they're talking about, Pfizer's talking about an Omicron-specific uh, booster mm-hmm. in March, late March or something like that. Well, if we and can it, get him. It, it, it feels like it's not the threat that it was last November when I canceled. The, no. Back then, it was a lot more dire well, if you did get yeah. him. I mean, I, I mean, I don't need it. I don't need it financially. I, I, I don't. I didn't have fun. Yeah. So what's left? Um, you know? you didn't have, well, I think. I think you get to go. To you could have fun. It's just. It's this. It's. That if I was working all the time, here's another thing. Here's a very interesting thing to share for people that comics that watch this, and um, so, you know, I've moved around a few times in my career. Uh, I first started my career in 1981 in San Francisco, was out at the clubs every night, got my name out there. And, you know, that's how you get booked is because, well, Mel Table, we know him, this and that. And I also rose in the stature of my show and all other stuff. But then I moved to L.A. and I was just uh, I had to get out there again, you know, and put my name out there and struggle. I made most of my money elsewhere besides L.A. Then I moved to Oregon, Canby, and I had to put my name out there and struggle and say, you know, Mel Table's in town and I'm just not, no, nobody. And so I've done it. And then I moved back to San Francisco to take care of my mother. So I've done it four times where, you know, you put your name out on the pavement and you put the time in. Uh, If you're not famous, you got to let people know you're there one way or another. Uh And so now it's, and I was talking to the other comics and Kermit and all of this stuff during these two shows that I did. And, you know, do I want to do it a fifth time at my age to get my name out there and pound the pavement and not get paid that much just to do a show? I mean, I love, we know we've all done it. We love being on stage. It's the best thing in the world. It's so fun and it's good for people. It's good for yourself, but it takes some effort to enjoy, to reap in the benefits of what that is. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, so you do get paid at least a decent amount of money for whatever effort you put into it. I mean, certainly that getting your name out there is work. People that doesn't get paid. There's a a common fallacy out there. I just don't have the youthful energy or desire to do that again. Right. Um, Go ahead. Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, it's real hard. I was, was going to say, oh, that's too bad. I was going to say there's a there's this common misconception about comedians, and we perpetuate it sometimes that we only work an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, truthfully, to get that hour, you got to put in some hours. Yeah. You got to in travel time in, like you say, promoting yourself. Yeah. It's and at our age, it's. Um, You're right. It's you got to get up for it, man. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing. You know, it's. Well, it you have hard. a name, Susan. In this market, you have a name. I mean, well, you've got maybe. you've got momentum. Yeah. I don't know so. if I have momentum, but I have. I know that I feel the pressure of having to to reintroduce people to my kind of humor because it's different than what's being out there now. Like I oh, said yeah. in that in the weekend, I as much as I enjoyed that first show, I realized I had to. I I did kabuki comedy. What is that? I had I had to get real physical. I had to get oh, yeah. real animated. I you know it was. Um, it's not called tell business. No, I know it's, <laughs> but it was, and it was. They had to understand that I had to become um, ageless. Mm. You know, because the first ten minutes of my set, yeah. they're all going, "Wow, she's old." Mm-hmm. You know, because they're all in their twenties or thirties. You know, and they're yeah. like, oh, they're used to seeing the the comics that are out there now, and that, and right. it, you know, they're good comics. They're wonderful comedians, yeah. but you have to learn now. You have to learn to win them over again. And I found that um, 
I came off and I'm, they go, oh, it was a great set. And I thought, that was a hard set. Right. Yeah. That was hard for me. And that was like, okay, uh, do I want to do this every time? I don't know if I want to do this every time. Yeah, I, I, re I relate to the part of the story where we went, <sighs> I know, I know. It's like, so anyway, but yeah, I, I, I question I'm glad. my comedy career every time I stand in front of the mirror to brush my teeth, to be quite honest. I'm like, wait, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to look at that guy. Why should I expect him? Well, you know, Funny. it's and, and I'm not telling jokes about Pornhub and uh, Tinder. You know, I'm talking about prostate problems. And, <laughs> right. You know. Right. And my well, yeah, my my act now is a lot about that. It's a lot about your prostate. No, it's about <laughs> my prostate. Well, you know, also the style has changed over the years. I mean, I, I, I we're we're all of a similar generation, and I, I certainly was uh, groomed in the setup punch tag. Yeah. Uh, set up punchline and maybe a tag, but a the generally the drift nowadays is to storytelling and characterizations. Yeah, right. There aren't actual punchlines as often as they used to be, or as or as necessary. I mean, some people are just so quirky they're entertaining in themselves, like Maria yeah. Bramford, or right. um, you know. But uh, and also because the uh, of cable, you know. I mean, I it was interesting. I I used the word fuck in telling that joke. I, when I do corporate, of course, I change it to freaking. And I, you know, for 30 years, I never said uh, fuck on stage. Yet. Yeah. And, uh, I so wish I, I could say that. What's that? I wish I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I, I could say that. I never say it, but I do. It's oh, I say it yeah, every once in a while because it's, well, it's a live show, too. And people want to see something they're not going to see on television. But anyway, I think that the general, I think that, uh, and it seems like, and I, my personal devil that devils me is that I hide behind material. Well, here's a great joke. You know, if you, if we're all bored and you know, I'm not sure if I'm going over, here's a joke for you. You know, I and I think that the 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 best is the synthesis of you know being yourself, a funny person in your soul, and sharing yeah. that. Right. knowing that they're you're, they're going to enjoy it. I mean, that's when I was in my height is I just knew you just walk in on you and do your show. Mm -hmm. And now I don't know. I mean, I'm, I know, but I'm, I'm not as. That muscle is not stretched lately. It hasn't, yeah. you know, it's a muscle and you have to keep it. You have, it's just like, you have to work it out. You just and have, you to. have to, as you say, try a new approach to getting the winning them over. It's, it's a whole other ball game that it was. Yeah. yeah. And I, I find that I want to, um, I really want to make him laugh, and I know that you do too. And because I think it's now we know that we know how beneficial it is, and um, well, per, personal contact really has people are really craving it. I find audiences, uh, especially in smaller towns, when you're doing a show, they're really ready. They're ready, and they want they'll laugh at anything, you know, because they're just ready to be out and have a good time, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Seattle was a little different, but it, it went really well. I was really happy. Um, so given that, you know, we had an idea today that might be fun. Yeah. Okay. Talking about actual joke jokes or, or funny liners, funny one liners. Um, we thought it would be kind of fun since we have a comedy comedy veterans here all gathered to, to throw out a bunch of uh, one liners from oh. uh, well-known funny people. And if see if the other ones can identify who said that. And uh, I could just throw it out there and see if you can guess it cold. Or I could name all the comedians that I'm about to quote and then pick and choose a line and see if you can put it together. I suggest you throw it out. Just throw it out there without saying the names yeah. beforehand? And then, and then you can give us hints. Yeah. Okay. This one might be. Milk's going to get all these. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. First one, I first don't watch joke. comedy. I really don't. Okay. Not much. You might like this. Uh, you, oh, you will like it. It's a funny joke. Um, I, I changed my glasses so I can my reading glasses <laughs> on. There we are. <laughs> okay. This comedian says, I want to hang a map of the world in my house. I'm going to put pins in all the locations I've traveled to, but first I'm going to have to travel to the top two corners of the map so it won't fall down. That sounds like um, uh, Mitch. That was my guess too. Wait. Huh? Oh, I got There we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> was it you Mitch? You got it. Mitch Hedberg, you are correct. 
You are correct. Okay, who said uh, I'd kill for a Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> that's a great line. Uh, that's that sounds like it could be Dennis Miller, um, or someone edgy. Maybe uh, maybe Bill Hicks. Uh, Norm Macdonald. Uh, no, it's Stephen Wright. Uh, it's close to Mitch Hedberg, but oh, okay. previous gen generation. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, not getting any of them. I'm terrible this one, about this. I know this one will be easy for Milt. He'll get this one because I, I imagine you're a fan. Uh, I don't like country music, but I don't mean to denigrate those who do. And for those who like country music, denigrate means to put down. <laughs> I've actually heard this, but I can't place it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, golly. Is it? No, it wouldn't be Bill Ingvall because he wouldn't share that during his shows. Um, older than Bill. Uh, older than Bill? Yes. Oh, Gary, wow. Gary Muldeer? <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, good guess. Um, oh, uh, well, then, um, older than Bill, is it? Is it Jack Benny? It's Bob Newhart. Oh, great. Yeah, that makes oh. sense, right? That is old. And here's we should, somebody. We should go dead or alive on these. <laughs> dead or alive. <laughs> because. Here's somebody alive that uh, is uh, still working. I'm going to tell you right now. Somebody walked here and told me I just won the lottery. I will walk out in the middle of this joke. Somebody mm. admire. A guy? A great deal. No. Is it. Uh, oh, is it um, Chappelle? No, it's it's a woman. Who? It's a woman. Oh, female oh. comedian. Um. Not Kathy Griffin. Not. Uh, is it Kathleen Madigan? It's Wanda Sykes, one of my favorites. Oh, okay, I, okay, Gosh, okay. Okay, last one I'm going to tell, and then I understand you have a couple too, right? Yep. I have three. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Last one I want to tell. All kinds of violence on the TV. You're not supposed to watch violence on the TV. Children, they can't watch it because they're afraid maybe the kids will copy something they see on the TV. I can't even get a funny cartoon anymore because some 12-year-old somewhere watched a particularly violent episode of the Roadrunner Coyote Show, and the next day they found him at the bottom of a canyon, two giant springs strapped to his feet. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. That's such a broad subject. Keep it is. Huh? Here's your clue. Dead or how alive? Many, how many times this comedian repeated the same word or phrase during that one joke? Leno? Uh, Norm MacDonald. Oh, oh was, Norm. Okay. That, yeah, okay. That does sound like that. saying the same thing over and over and hammering your way out. Anyhow, that's all I, I wanted to share. Those are yeah. good ones. Those are fun, though. I love okay. Norm MacDonald. Yeah. yeah we, uh, we, lost, uh, we lost a lot that's of Norm comics this year. Yeah. yeah. This last we... six, eight, ten months. Terrible. Yeah, right. All right. Here's one that I think you're all going to get. Okay. Oh. Both maybe. of you, or all. Well, maybe. I'm not good at this, so go ahead. Okay, uh, I'm just going to quote the text. It's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. Oh. Is that Hicks? No. That wouldn't be Hicks. That Is that... Um, he, he recently passed, passed 18 is, months. In an HBO special every year for 13, 14 years. Oh, uh, George Carlin. Yeah. Oh, God, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a, it's a great bit. Carlin I mean, died 18 months ago? Two months ago? Four, three years ago? Yeah, a long time ago. I don't know. Okay. The only way I can tell time is when I have an advent calendar in front of me and I'm eating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's so a good line. It's 11 months out of the year. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yes, that's stage worthy as far as I'm concerned. Art. Oh, God, I just had a stage. <laughs> All right. What, what else you got? All right. Um, five, okay, here's the text. Five inmates chained at the ankle, snuck by the guard, posing as an immense charm bracelet. <laughs> oh. uh, 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 dead or alive? Alive. East Coast, West Coast. East. Here, let me tell it again. And Greg, I bet you Greg Gerald. Oh, he's dead. Is that Emo um, Phillips? No, that's cute, though. 
five inmates chained together at the ankle, snuck by the guard, okay. posing as an immense charm bracelet. <laughs> All right. This Gilbert is Gilbert Godfrey. Allen, doing a <laughs> <laughs> no, my impressions are off. <laughs> is it Gilbert? It's not no. Gilbert. No. Art? I thought it was Woody Allen you were doing. It is Woody Allen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Allen. Well, <laughs> well, Gilbert and, and Woody are very similar. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I used to I used to do a Woody Allen impression on stage, but I guess it's good that it's left. It's good. All right. No, I, I got it right out of the uh, gate. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, this is a, a two-person scene, and this is this comic's uh, response. And we'll give you, I'll give you the setup if you don't get it. Okay. okay. Here we go. Just right. the text. I'm thinking it over. Oh, okay. All right. I'm I thinking, know I know who this is. That's it. You're doing the gesture. Uh, it's it's Jack Benny. Yes. Uh, and somebody, yeah. that's right. somebody comes up and goes, your money or your life. Right. And that's he waits right. for a moment and he goes, well, <laughs> it's <laughs> over. <laughs> what a great line. It is it's a great, great line. line. It is. He was. He was amazing. Yeah, I, yeah he was amazing. I, I'm sure he didn't write that one. I, I suspect he did not write it, but he was such a great performer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Just a great excellent. writer. It was, and people wrote for him well. Yeah, right. I mean, Woody Allen and George, those were the 99% chance they wrote that, those two punchlines. But it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Anyway, those are the three. And yeah. I, yeah. Do you I think have, these types of jokes will survive? Now? Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Do you think these happy jokes will survive in the long this run? Is, I, this is I mean, this, this like... comedian has passed, and it hasn't been that long ago. I'm going to say within the last three years. Ah. I met a girl at a at a barbecue, very very pretty, a blonde, I think. I don't I don't know. Her hair was on fire, and all she's all she talked about was herself. <laughs> you know these kind of girls. I'm hot. I'm on fire. Me, 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 me. You know, help me out here. I know uh, exactly who this is because I love this line. Okay. <laughs> do you know who it is? I do. Okay. No, okay. I guess. But um, okay. what line? Is there a line come coming? On, it, it finishes with, come on, uh, could we talk about me for a while? Um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I didn't Gary know Gary Shandling. Huh? Gary Shandling. Yes, Gary Shandling. I love oh, Gary Shandling. Great. Gary me, Shandling. me, yeah. me. That sounds like Gary Shandling. I'm on fire. I'm hot. <laughs> I love this one, too. This is Gary Shandling, and I want to read it anyway because it's very cute. Yeah. And I don't okay. do it justice, obviously. I'm very loyal in relationships, in a relationship. When I go out with my mom, I don't look at other mothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cute line. <laughs> I don't go up to them and wonder... What's your macaroni and cheese like? <laughs> <laughs> I just love him. That's great. Um, yeah, I, I was really sad. I have one and more. That was I, I love oh, this. Oh, is that was one another of my Gary favorites. Okay. And I won't do. I won't do the other one. Why? Um, <laughs> you researched it. Come on. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to work out, uh, but once you cross that forty mark, you know. Things are just going, doing whatever they want. They just kind of relax. <laughs> uh, like this area down here. I named her Esther. <laughs> <laughs> Esther Roll. <laughs> Esther's a beast. Every time we go out to dinner, Esther reaches right for the bread. <laughs> <laughs> she's, the, she's the only comic I ever paid to see. She's very much alive. Oh. Mm. oh, and this is a famous piece of hers, Esther. I I don't know. I'm I, lost. I, I can't I'm thinking of a, a a line I want to share with you. We've already we've already done one line of hers today. Uh, is it uh, Wanda? Uh -huh. Wanda? Yeah. Wanda yeah. Sykes. Oh, I would yeah. pay to see Wanda yeah. Sykes as well. I I paid to see her at um, uh, the casino out near the beach um, uh -huh. on your way in Grand Ron. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And I, 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 it was. I, I took my mother to see this comedian. So it's the only comedian I pay. I, well, com comedian period that I paid to see in the past twenty years. Her line about sex, um, sex is uh, is messy and disgusting if it's done right. <laughs> oh, who? Uh. I just saw that. It's a. Uh, is it Wanda? No. No, it's um, 
Wait, Jackie, wait. Jackie Cation. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Paula Pants. Yeah. Yes. Paula? God, she's so wow. clever. God, she's funny. Paula, yeah, Paula, I had I had two other lines of Paula's that yeah. were so great. Yeah. They uh yeah, I bought I I brought home I bought my, my dog in a in a pet store because I was drunk. I have nine <laughs> cats at home. Since right. I bought the cat since I brought the dog home, the, the cats have, have been hiding the alcohol. <laughs> 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 She is my very first headliner that I begged. begged. Yeah, I told you the story already. Yeah, about traveling with her and how brilliant she was just in the back of the car. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite stories that I do. Yeah, she's just wonderful. Uh, We. uh, uh, How did you feel? I mean, losing. I was sad about Louis. Did you work with Louis Anderson? Never met him. Never met him. Really. Yeah, that's that's I see. And you were in L.A. for so long. I he was so we were talking. I was talking to another comic the other day who I Louis was the first comic that he and Kevin Meany, you know, how Jim Gaffigan does the 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 voice aside, you know, the Mm -hmm. the conscious, the conscious voice talking to him. Mm -hmm. Well, Kevin Meany was killer at it. But Louis Anderson was doing it before everybody. I mean, Louis was telling him these wonderful stories. Do you remember the story about he was, you know, his mother was, he, had, he was always telling stories about his mom. He had, his mom was in the car and she told him to stop. We're on the freeway. Stop. Why? Why are we, why do you want to stop? There's a shoe. There's a shoe. We need to go back and get that shoe. <laughs> I mean, it was just this, these wonderful stories and he would act out his mother and it was just, um, Hey, and, I, no, honestly, I saw a sweater on the ground the other day that was, green it was dark green you almost went back and got and it i almost hit the brakes because <laughs> you know how hard it is to find a green sweater even online i almost bought you one for your birthday i, oh, I should have wow, bought it for you but anyway yeah. yeah louis was um yeah louis uh he was one of a kind for sure he was very very uh skilled very, very. Skilled. Right. yeah and he his his life had was really difficult yeah he was very abused mm-hmm. and um by his father but you know, and, We've and we were laughing because it's, man. you know, he's dead. Saget's dead. Two of the nicest guys in the business. Yeah, um, right. Shandling, all these people. And that orange turd is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole you other know, episode, what, what? Okay, God, let's, you know, come on. Uh-huh. You know, and anyway. we're going to lose more comedians that we admire and of our generation. That's going to happen. And thankfully, there's young comedians coming along that are carrying the torch and doing a fine job of it. They are. They yeah. are. And uh, but, you know, when I heard that Saget died in a hotel room, uh, that's every comic's fear. Oh, dying alone in the hotel room. Oh, God. when I had my heart thing, it's just the luck of the draw that I happened to be at home next to Catherine in bed yeah. watching a movie. You know, if I was we've all been on the road way too long at <laughs> one time and gone. Nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows. Well, yeah, when I, I was on a cruise ship once where I pondered another, that if I was going to pass away on a ship somewhere. Another yeah. one. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, those are crazy. And then, um, I'm going to lighten the moment because Thank I told you. Art, I told Art, <laughs> I told Art about this. You know, I, it, you remember the news is so terrible now is you have to really search for funny things. You know how you used to find these great, crazy little stories about hometown papers or something like that. And they, put these goofy stories this one was on ketu news the other day just bold as brass right one of the first headlines 124 snakes were found in a maryland in a maryland home did you read that i saw that yeah i didn't go into it further but i saw that it it was there was a dead guy inside there was a dead guy they found a body well no shit 124 (laughs) wild snakes in a house and they said the 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 death is under investigation. I think. <laughs> Quit slithering around. I want to talk to you. Come, wait a minute. Come back. Was it him or was it the other one? Huh? Yeah. No. It's like you know the snakes are going. He did it. He did it. Right. Know? How do you interview 120 snakes? You were here. You saw it. Say something. <laughs> Like, I yeah. was dying laughing. Can you imagine the police officers walking into that house going, oh, shit, you know, we're gone. I mean, because yeah. 
There was black mambas and cobras and oh, rattlesnakes. A hundred and twenty. They had to call an expert in, and they said, "I thought at the end of the uh, the end of the uh, article was hysterical because uh, all the all the snakes were rounded up safely, and will uh, and have been transferred to a." Uh, a safe facility. They will not be up for adoption. Well, no shit. Sure. Right. Yeah, you know, because once once a snake kills somebody, there's no going back. I know. They don't know. They have to find out he didn't die of high cholesterol. Who knows? Know. You know? Yeah. They're going to do an autopsy, really? <laughs> He's got 50,000 bites on his body. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe. The guy, look, the guy looked like a strawberry. <laughs> and laugh at. I called Art Rap right away. I go, you got to read this article. Oh, this is just God. too good. <laughs> I feel, I mean, it's too bad the man died, but he had 124 snakes. What did he think was going to happen? Yeah, I, you think he would stop at 80. You know, there is a limit. <laughs> here's, here's a question. Was he vaccinated? I know, I know. So, um, the, uh, the, uh, uh, Anyway, I, 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 I'm, I'm out of stuff, so I don't know what you guys are going to talk about now, so you're on it. Yeah, no, there's, enough, there's enough content here for one show. I'm, you know, <laughs> like so Art's bit about his doing time on stage. <laughs> That's enough of a show for you, isn't it? <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> what, about, what about, well, I, I know that uh, we're kind of back to this, but I was, I've always wanted to ask you, because you came up in, in the Bay Area. Yeah. And there were so many wonderful comics in yeah. that area. What? Who were? Who? Who did you come up with? Who are the comics? Dancing Paula, Paul, Paula Poundstone, Kevin right. Meany, um, Dana Carvey. Yeah. Uh, those are three big headliners uh, when I was getting. What was Saget out of San Francisco though? No. Okay. Not to my knowledge. He worked Sacramento. Uh, I think he was always out of L.A. He was working pretty regularly. You know, he had that uh, his TV shows. Um, he was one of the first headliners at the last laugh in Portland Okay. after it started. And I got to open for him. Oh, fun. I was, a, you know, I was just the MC and he was incredibly nice and he loved our friend Don. Also Don opened for him also when he came back and, um, and, uh, he brought his kids and his wife at the time and she drove him up. She drove the kids and the wife up to, uh, Mount Hood and they played in the snow. Oh, fun. Stuff. And, and, you know, he was just a really nice guy. But I know that San Francisco used to be. We used it, was the, to, it was the best place for comedy in the early 80s, without a doubt. Yeah, it I was. Mean, I, there were five full time, seven days a week comedy clubs in the city. Right. Jim Samuelson was one of my. Favorite. Oh, Jim Samuels. Yeah. Jim yeah. Samuel. He was so wonderful. And yeah. he passed so early. But yeah. he, he was just such a great guy and Super so nice. funny. So yeah. funny. I'm using one of his. I've, now, here's a good question to ask the comedy community. I, I'm using one of his lines, uh, but I, it, I've changed it enough that I don't think anybody. I'm well aware right. that his structure is what I've used. He used to have a joke about uh, dating, and if he says his joke about dating was, "If I have to tell my life story one more time." You know, it was cute the way you set it up. Yeah. yeah. And so I talk about dating in my 60s and I go, I, I want to date women my own age. I don't want to have to explain supplemental insurance one more time. Oh, that's a great. Uh, no, that's, that's a great good. line. That's a great line. That's a, just, but okay. You can see you can see where it came from. I mean, the yeah. structure is 99 percent the same. But, yeah, I don't feel like I'm plagiarizing, but I think of him when I tell that joke. I know, sure. but and it's because we were raised not to do that. I mean, we yeah. came up going that was now it's not as, you know, yeah. No, you if, know. You, if you use straight up somebody else's joke and they don't laugh, you just go too soon. You know? And we have. Well, we if they died. Yeah, they die, and then you use their joke. <laughs> Should I wait? Why? <laughs> why it makes us sound like a room full of 124 snakes, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and we have friends that took people's yeah, acts seen, that were not dead. We've seen that, that happen. Well, now. there is a comic that's out of the business that I always loved his line, but it's uh, his Zen, the Zen version of Genesis. In the beginning, there was nothing, then it went away. <laughs> That's Isn't that a great line? It's a great line. It just it wasn't It's him, a great so. line. That's a great. That I missed that. That was an example of someone a joke that someone stole. 
No, it's a joke of someone that I know is no longer, he never made it. Oh, in San, oh, I, I heard it in 1981 or 82 in San Francisco and I never heard of him again. Oh. But I always loved that line. And uh, it's a great line. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, Stephen Wrightish. Yeah. yeah. Right. God, and Steve, is Stephen Wright still working? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Emo Phil is still working. I know. That's the thing is we just don't know anymore. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I saw Rita Rudner on a, on something was going to be on something. And I thought, you know, Vegas has gotten so strange. It's a, it's really cutthroat. And because so many people move there, so many comics move there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. uh, Struggling there. Pitta just there. Yeah. Pitta's Mm -hmm. there. And, but I mean, Zany's there, Bob Zany's there, oh, okay. uh, and Louie was living there, and he had a residency, but I, he ended up suing the the casino because I think they withheld a percentage that he was supposed to be getting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so he got oh. blackballed. So the yeah. last couple yeah. of years of his life, he didn't, he wasn't working. Well, he had a pretty decent uh, acting career going. Right. He did have an acting career, but I mean, and, and of course he was fighting cancer, but, um, but uh, yeah, but it's, it's really cutthroat there now because there's so many comics there mm. because LA everything dried up, you know, and you can't really make a living in LA. At, in no, never did. I never comedy. did. No, no. It was always, you had to be on the road and then you came home and got to work for a month and a half at, you know, when in the, during the boom, I, we had pilot, all, pilot season and yeah. Well, or you had, you, we had a lot of clubs. There was the, the, um, we had, uh, uh, laugh stops. There was three laugh stops, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, and then you had the Bray, LA, Bray La- improv and yeah. And the long beach comedy club. We had, I mean, there was, you know, you could work at home for about a month and a half and then you had to go back out, you know, mm-hmm. if you could, right. you know, get that work. Yeah. And then, uh, and so anyway, but, um, so you hear that it's really dry, really dry in L.A., huh? I, I didn't understand. I know Pitta moved there, and I know that there's lots of stage time in Vegas, but I didn't know that it was. Well, you know, that's brings- another thing. The, the, you know, I came and saw you at that uh, rooftop. Yeah. It's closed now. Just oh, closed. Yeah, they didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tough um, little... But, you know, there's there's 30 comics that I never even heard of that are just have much more energy to get on that stage than I do, I know. <laughs> you know? I know, and they're hungry. And I, you yeah. know, the, but the the hardest question for them to answer is, wh- what do you, what do you want to do with your comedy? Yeah. Where do you want to go with this? Yeah. They don't know. Hey, well, uh, I think uh, there's more opportunities now than ever before because of cable and TikTok I think, and all these things. Yeah, I think they don't have. Yeah, they don't have to live in LA. They don't have to live in New York. They can create their own thing and, and put it honestly, on, on the television is not the road now either. It's not the path to success. It's the internet, and the smarter they are, the more successful they get just by using YouTube right now. Right. YouTube yeah. and uh, TikTok. Which is, and you're, we're YouTubing right now. And Instagram. YouTube. Oh, is this go to YouTube? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Stop me if I've heard this, you guys. If you haven't subscribed. Meaner, right. meaner, big fat wiener. You got to do it. <laughs> you have to do it. Um, anyway, so um, so yeah, um, it's 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 a struggle, but it's still what we love to do. It's worth it. It's worth it. I'm very happy. I'm very proud of what I've done for my, a living. Yeah. Yes. But you you haven't had a day job. No. Not since 1982, three. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really. I lucked amazing. out. That is really amazing. Yeah. All right. So um, it's been a good ride, and then you know, you're one of the best, honestly, Milton. I don't just say that. And we love you, and we can't wait to yeah. do it in person. We want to. Yeah. Well, well, let me sign off. I'll, let's talk for a second. Okay. Yeah. We'd like to thank everybody for stopping by once again. Milt Abel is. Uh, you can YouTube him and see his comedy. It's up there. Uh, he has clips up. He's very funny. We love him to death, and we're going to uh, hopefully work with him soon. So we can only hope. Uh, Thanks for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to see you oh, both, man. Thank you so much for being with us today. It really made my day. 
did. It really did. Take care. Thank you. I hope it picks up, Art. <laughs> well, I'm taking my wife to the doctor, so yeah, this will be the highlight. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. 